Hello, greetings, saints and all who have ears to hear. Welcome to the Beyond Truth podcast. Or should I say a born again podcast? So I actually made this podcast in high school. I used to be talking about all types of philosophy and theories and um, it was like meant for like encouragement and motivational type podcast. But during this season of inner healing and deliverance, I feel like God just put it in my heart, put it in my mind, like, hey, do your podcast. But, you know, of course, do it to glorify him. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. I've been listening to a lot of Christian podcasts and it never dawned on me. I used to have, I used to do a podcast and do it for the Lord. I always have plenty of things to say. I'm always learning stuff. I love putting out information, talking about things, ranting. So why not do a podcast? So this is a born again podcast because I am born again. So this podcast is going to be biblical. It's going to be about the things of God. And it's going to be things the church needs to know. And things the church needs to think about. So, first episode, we're going to do this podcast coming back to the Beyond Truth podcast. We're going to, be, we're going to talk about what is truth. What is truth? Now, I was watching The Passion of Christ a couple months ago or a month ago. I remember when Pilate... Um, Ask Jesus, you know, what is truth? Because Jesus told him, you know, I came to as a testimony of the truth. You know, those who hear me, you know, want the truth. And Pilate asked Jesus, you know, what is truth? What is truth? And, you know, and the names in my name, you know, beyond truth. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, folks. What is truth? Let's start off with a basic definition. So... Definition of truth, got this from Google. It says, truth is the property of being in accord with fact or reality. Another definition says, the body of real things, events, and facts. So truth is in accord with facts and reality. So what does society say? So when you're in society, you always hear like these People say, hey, hey, bro, you live your truth, I live my truth, and everything's okay, bro. You know, you, you do your thing, I do my thing, you got, tr- you got your truth, I got my truth. Now, in that is already contradictory as, as in itself because everyone can't have their own truth. So question is, what if someone is living in a fantasy? Is living in a fantasy can be someone else's truth? Like, if you know someone, if someone thinks, hey, bro, I live in Narnia, you live in America, that's that's your truth, that's my truth, is all, everything's good. You know, they're lying because we just read the definition of a truth. It says fact or reality. And reality is, we don't live in Narnia, you know, we live on planet Earth, we live in this country, this state, or whatever. So, 
we can't have our own truths. We can't have our own truth. There is a truth, though. There is a truth. And we're going to get to that truth very, very quickly. See, in, in Romans 3, 4, it says, let God be true and let every man be a liar. So, God is true, but let every man be a liar because mankind do lie. Mankind will lie. Just the people saying, hey, live your own truth. Like that in itself is a lie. Because there's a certain way to live that God calls you to live. And that is in the truth. See, the word of God is the truth. I know a lot of people could say, oh, well, the Bible's been, it's been changed 10,000 times, been rewritten. That's what all, when you um, get the minister and when it's the people, especially on the streets, you, you get to realize that like, all the worldly people are like on the same accord. They all say the same type of thing. They all want to say, Jesus turned water to wine. Don't judge me. And the Bible has been written a thousand times. They say, or they always say the Bible has been changed, flip-flopped a thousand times and all this other stuff. But actually, it hasn't. So this is some, like, some quick Bible facts. If you, the, um, there's actually 25 New Testament manuscripts uh, of the Bible. Yeah, 25,000 New Testament manuscripts. Also, you got the Dead Sea Scrolls. You have the Dead Sea Scrolls that were in caves. I think I heard the the scroll of Isaiah has like a 90, 99% accuracy rate of the um, same um, you know scriptures we have today of Isaiah. And you have the Moabite Stone. You have the Moabite Stone, which confirms... Uh, King David, King David is spoken about on a, on a Moabite stone. You have, I mean, obviously testimonies of people coming and coming to Christ. You have all plenty of testimonies on YouTube. You can just go to a church here, testimony. You have plenty of testimonies. You have, you can even watch the movie, The Case for Christ, the movie about an atheist, a guy wanting to prove that you know Jesus wasn't real. He did all these types of intense research and. He tried to pretty much disprove that Jesus did not uh, resurrect from the dead. And he actually came to Christ because he realized he could not prove that Jesus did not raise from the dead. Because he certainly did He did he did rise. And he became a Christian. So that's a very interesting movie for anyone who has any doubts about the authenticity uh, of the Bible. But... The word of God is true. John 17, 17, John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Also, in Proverbs 35 says, Every word of God is flawless. So God's word is perfect. Is mankind perfect? Obviously not. But this is why we need to rely on the word of God. So the word of God is truth. So... Let's get to this truth. Let's get to this truth. Let's break down this truth. See, in John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 14 says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. All right, so from all these scriptures, knowing, okay, God is true, and in the beginning 
was the word of God and the word was God. Okay. In John 1 14, it says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not a Christian, if you're, you know, checking out this podcast, all Christians know the word of God that was manifested in the flesh. It came down and dwelt among us is, of course, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. So Jesus Christ is the word of God manifested in the flesh that actually walked on earth. This is why John 14, 6, this is why Jesus can say, hey, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. This is how Jesus says, hey, I am the truth. I am, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the way. So let God be true. The word was with God. Jesus is the word. And Jesus says, I am the truth. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense, does it? I know it does for a lot of um, a lot of believers. So just to break it down, Jesus is the truth. Now, I know a lot of people could say, okay, but why is Jesus the only truth? You have all these other religions. You have all these other people with different beliefs and cultures and all this other stuff. Like, I don't understand why Jesus is the only truth. Well, short answer to that. Why Jesus is the only truth? Because Jesus created everything. He created everything. John 1 3 says all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So Jesus is the embodiment of truth. Jesus made truth. Jesus made reality. And we read in the definition that truth is fact or reality. And Jesus created reality because Jesus is the word of God. God spoke life into existence. God spoke life into existence. He said, let there be light. Boom. And Jesus was that word. And Jesus made everything. So if Jesus made everything, I'm pretty sure Jesus is the truth. Now, I know a lot of people could be very uh, confused about that. And why is like there's so many different religions and stuff like that. Um, people just believe a lot of different things. You got to understand, in John 10, 10, it says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Because Jesus wants to set you free. Like Jesus came to set us free. And this is why Jesus says, and you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus wants to set you free. But the devil, the devil does not want you to know this truth. The devil does not want you to know Jesus. The devil doesn't want you to know who Jesus is. Because Jesus was anointed. He was anointed. Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, and set at liberty them that are bruised. So Jesus is the truth. He will set you free. He will deliver you. And he says the truth will set you free. So Jesus, Jesus is the walking truth. Jesus is the walking truth. And the devil knows this. Satan knows this. And Satan doesn't want you to be free. John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil steals and manipulates the word of God. He manipulates the truth. 
And he curates all these false religions out of it. That's why many people say, hey, man, all these religions sound very, very similar, man. They seem very, very similar. Like, yeah, it is going to be like that because the devil is trying to confuse mankind so people don't come to the Lord. Because when the devil fell from heaven, the devil was full of wisdom. The devil wasn't stupid. His wisdom is perverted, obviously. But the, the devil is not stupid. The devil watches mankind. He, he, he has looked at mankind for thousands of years and studied us and watched us. He knows our unfallen behavior patterns. And the, and the devil um, had all these plans. The devil made all these plans to make all these religions seem very similar to Christianity and all this other stuff. The devil takes from the Bible and makes all these little false um, false gods out of it. And if you're not in the word of God, if you're not seeking Jesus, you're going to be manipulated. The devil steals and manipulates the truth. And he kills his true meaning. And, he, and all he's doing all this to destroy mankind. Because you cannot be set free if you do not know the truth. You cannot be set free if you don't know who Jesus is. So many people, many people in the world, they're, they're walking in darkness. They're walking in spiritual darkness. There's a generation full of narcissism, of people who think they know everything just because God gave them um, Google and an iPhone. People think they know the Bible just because, uh, I don't know, like their grandmother or their auntie, you know, used to go to church or something like that. Or their uncle went to Catholic Mass for 50 years. I don't know. People have all these weird conclusions on why they know everything about the Bible. Many people will say straight to your face, hey, bro, I read the full Bible. And they're in their line. They haven't even read the Bible. They have not read the full Bible. But they'll tell you straight to your face. They do. You know, John. Well, First John one sixteen says, "If we claim we have fellowship with Him, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth." So me. So you need to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. If you don't have fellowship with Jesus Christ, you're walking in straight up darkness. It doesn't matter if you do go to church. It doesn't matter how many times you go to church. You need to have fellowship with Jesus to walk in the truth and to walk in the light. The truth is light. The truth is light. And truth is walking in the word of God. And the truth works and the truth will set you free. The truth is love and the truth is light. So you need this, folks. You need to know the word of God. You need to walk according to the word of God because the word of God created everything. Jesus created everything. Jesus, his way works. His way works. Because without Jesus, we're going to be led astray. We're going to be led into all types of foolishness. And that's why many people right now, they're lost. There's why many people, they get themselves in bad situations because they don't seek the Lord. They don't have, they don't have any fellowship with the light, the true light, which is Jesus. Because there's a lot of false lights out there. There's a lot of false lights out there. There's a lot of new movements going on, like new age movements, all this other stuff. Like I said like, um, before, Satan takes and, and, and manipulates the truth. Satan puts a lot of leaven in, uh, in a lot of these other fake religions. It makes, people, it makes people do all types of crazy things. John 8, 45 and Jesus says, but because I tell you the truth, you do not, you do not believe me. And so, and, and many people have a hard time accepting the truth. That's, that's another thing. Many people have a hard time 
accepting the truth. Some people, they don't want Jesus in their life. A lot of people really don't want Jesus in their life. It's true. A lot of people do not want Jesus in their life because they. some people actually enjoy walking in darkness. People love walking in ignorance. People sometimes prefer not to know things because I know a lot of high-level things, glory to God, and it can make people uncomfortable because people love living in their fantasy world. It's true. People love living in their fantasy world. Even though it's, and they call it their truth. People call their fantasy world truth, even though the definition of truth is fact or reality. People are living lives they know they should not be living. People are talking to people they know they should not be talking to. And I realize this, even, even how the devil can take the word of God and twist it, manipulate it. There's a lot of human beings who, who, do, who do the same thing so they can fit their... It can make it, they can fit their own fantasy world. They can fit their own fantasy world. A lot of false doctrines, like one saved, always say. A lot of Christians are being deceived by this. Christians think, you know, they're good, they're good with God just because, you know, um, God's grace, God's grace. One saved, always save. One saved, always save. They make all these fake um, doctrines. They twist the word of God just to, fit their fantasy lifestyle. And judgment is going to fall hard on these people. Judgment is going to fall hard on these people if they do not repent and turn to the true Lord Jesus Christ. 1 John 4, 6 says, We are of God. He that knoweth God hears us. He that is not of God hear not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So these people, these people who are out here saying, hey, man, you have your own truth. I have my own truth. We all got different truths. That's just the way life is. Those people have the spirit of error. They are in error. So if, if someone's telling you, hey, go live out your own truth, they're, they're automatically lying to you. They, they're, they're automatically don't have the truth because there's no such thing as people living out their own truths. See, you can have an opinion, you can have an opinion, but your opinion does not mean it's fact. And that's what the generation doesn't understand. Like, like, your opinion does not mean anything really as much. What really matters is the word of God and what Jesus, what Jesus says. That's really what matters. It's not opinions. We don't need opinions. We need truth. The truth will set you free. An opinion is not going to set you free. Opinion is not going to set you free. What you need is the fact. You need reality to set you free because you live in reality. That's what matters, folks. That's what, that's what matters is reality. And the more sin this generation comes to, the more sin this generation embraces, the more deluded, more deluded and perverted it's going to get. The Bible says God will send them a strong delusion. Uh, um, the Bible says God will give them a reprobate mind so they'll do things that are not uh, that are not convenient. And you see it now. You see it now. This generation is being manipulated because they don't love the truth. This this whole um, live your own truth movement. People are actually trying to live their own truth, quote unquote. And it's getting crazy out here. People are, are creating characters like it's anime or something. People are creating their own people. 
like some like it's like GTA, you know, people saying, Hey, I'm half guy, half zebra, hey, I'm half girl, half leopard, and like they're going all out. They're not holding back whatsoever. And they're at, they really do believe they're half, you know, whatever they think they are. They they really do believe it. It's obviously demonic, but they really do they really are embracing the lie. They really are embracing the lie. And that's very, very scary that God can give people up to a mind like this. So this is why it's very important to love the truth and to seek the truth and to walk in the truth, to walk with Jesus. Because there's consequences for not walking in the truth. There's harsh consequences for you ignoring the truth. Because I personally, I even meant I used to be a daydreamer. I used to daydream a lot. I used to daydream a lot. It used to give me comfort to just daydream, to just, you know, imagine myself being somewhere else, doing better things, greater things. You know, I don't want to be here. Or I just imagine myself somewhere else, you know, on a yacht with like all these girls and money and all this other stuff. I, used to, I'm a, I was a big time daydreamer and I'm grateful that God delivered me from that. But it's true. I, I was a daydreamer. But under... But I know in the Bible in Ecclesiastes it says um, uh, many words and many dreams is vanity, but fear thou God. Something like along the lines of that. But it's true though, it is all vanity. Like I mean daydreaming is vain because it has nothing to do with the will of God. Like, yeah, you can imagine yourself in all these other places all you want, but you you still want to stop daydreaming eventually and, and get back to work. You're like eventually you're going to, you're going to see God's plan in, in action and motion. So why even spend all this time daydreaming if like it's never going to happen? Like it's vain. Like even if it doesn't encourage you, it's like it's still vain because yeah, it's just vain. It's always a waste of time. You you can spend that energy you daydreaming. You can go do something way better. You know, like worshiping God, but. That is a little testimony of me. And, but daydreaming, I mean, not daydreaming, but the truth. The truth is what sets you free. And the word, like I said, the word of God, it set me free. Like I said, from daydreaming. Ecclesiastes says, hey, day, diverse words and many dreams are vanity, but fear thou God. And it's like, oh, dang, you know what? That is true. It is really vain. Me daydreaming all the time. It is very vain. Thank you, God. You know what? I'm going to stop daydreaming. See, I'm saying the word of God sets you right. The word of God will get you straight. Now, is it going to feel good all the time? Um, No, but you should embrace it though. I mean, me personally, I love being corrected. I love being corrected. If I'm doing something dumb, I'm doing something stupid, I'll appreciate if someone tells me, hey, like you're going the wrong direction. Because even before I came to Christ, I knew there was a truth about life and I was searching for that truth. I was looking for truth. and But... I didn't come to Christ to look for that truth. I was just going to all these other different religions, philosophies, like reading all these, um, you know, Roman emperor type philosophy books and Eastern philosophy books, all types of stuff. I was just learning. I'm like, all right, what's the truth about life? What is the truth? Because I knew there was a truth. There has to be a truth about life. There has to be a, a way that just works. I know I was like, there has to be a certain, there's a certain way that works. Because I'm like, why are some people successful? Or why are some people not successful? Or why do some people act like this? Or why do others act like that? I'm like, there has to be some type of 
you know, correlation, a pattern or something that these people are doing. So, because I don't want to be like that. I'm like, hey, I want to be successful. I want to get these results. So what are these people doing um, that I can copy? Like, what, like, what is the truth about life? I was like, what is the truth about life? Like, why am I here? But I realized, I mean, yeah, those worldly people, they can't tell you the truth about life because they don't know who Jesus is. And you realize a lot of people who make it in the top are all these secret societies. They sold out to Lucifer. And yeah, as you really, when you realize this stuff, that people are just really selling out for fame and money and power. I mean, it's not, yeah, I really don't want to receive much um, knowledge from the world. But I only came to that understanding because I found the truth. I was set free from that. Uh, manipulation of putting my um, hope in, in the wisdom of mankind. You know, you realize when you, come, when you become a born-again Christian and the Lord fills you with wisdom, you realize how foolish it is to rely on the wisdom of man. Because you realize mankind is literally nothing without God. Because you start believing all these weird philosophies, all these vain ph philosophies, the Bible says, a lot of them are just vain. And they can't even answer everything. They can't don't they don't have conclusions to a lot of things in these philosophies. I, I remember there used to be times I used to listen to Alan Watts. I used to just listen to Alan Watts talk about the things of the universe, but he never like came to like a conclusion of it. You know, it's just kind of like it is what it is. You know, and you know the stars are nice and all this other stuff, and it just didn't sit right with me. It just did not sit right with me. I'm like. You know, there has to be something more. Like there has to be something that just makes sense. And a lot of vain, vain philosophy does not make sense because they don't have the truth. Just like the Bible says, people are ever learning, but never, but never come to the knowledge of the truth. And that was me at one point. That was that was literally me. All ever learning, reading all these philosophy books about you know all these different um ways of thinking and. All this stuff, all these social dynamics, how to engage with people, emotions, all this learning, but I never came to a knowledge of the truth until Jesus came in, of course, and did his amazing work in my life. And the thing is, you don't know how much badly you need the truth until you actually come to it. Because you know, reading Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Psalms, full of so much wisdom, it really will bless you. But I'm going to end this podcast, pretty much sum up what I talked about is the truth, how Jesus is the truth, the word of God is the truth, and let every other man be a liar, because mankind will lie to you. Like I said, a lot of these people with all these vain philosophies who teach the school system? They make, they make they give all these vain philosophies in for the school system. They push it to the school um districts and in the school in school districts, you know, teach the kids. And you have all these people coming out of high school with all these you know vain philosophies. That's why you know like evolution. That's why people believe in evolution. I believe in science, man. I believe in science. The devil got people thinking out here they came from monkeys and stuff. Like this is why. You know, Christians need to do our job, preach the truth, speak up, 
and set the captives free, man, because we have the authority in Christ to do it. We 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 have we're, we're actually we're also commissioned to, right? We're also commissioned to preach the word. Because Jesus wants to set Jesus, Jesus wants to set people free. Jesus wants to see his people free. Jesus wants to see as many people as possible set free. Because Jesus does love everyone. He loves the world. Jesus loves the world. So as saints of God, as followers of Yeshua, we need to do our part and preach the truth. You know, God saved us. God gave us this truth for us to embrace and share to our neighbors, share to our family members and win souls for the kingdom of God. Because there's a lot of people who are in bondage. There's a lot of people who are I mean, believing in some wacky things, some very, very crazy uh, um, yeah, things are out here. I'll tell you that right now. And people need to know the word of God. All right. Thank you guys for listening. God bless.